this leads you then down the road to relying on maybe let's say your partner for happiness or decision-making responsibilities to other people. Therefore, you lose important parts of your own identity. Okay, so what I mean is like if you're always at the whim of other people, you're losing you, you're playing smaller and letting allowing them to like giving them permission really to impede on your time and your energy and your identity. And now that becomes your identity. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my love. I'm so happy you've taken a few minutes out of your busy day to spend them with me, and I hope you will leave here motivated to take some inspired action. I am here to help you take control of your time and energy and priorities so you show up as a better boss, friend, leader, manager, mom, wife, daughter, and all the other ways you tap into your badassness every dang day. All right, you know what's really interesting? When I speak to women on strategy calls, so essentially when someone is interested in learning more about what I do or potentially working with me, we get on a call often, uh, especially if we're looking at one-on-one coaching and stuff. So we get on a call and uh, I spend a good 45 to 50 minutes with them and we talk about the problems they're facing and the challenges that they're having. And they are in some ways very similar, right? Because if if we're talking about this, typically I'm hearing things like, I'm drowning. I am feeling so overwhelmed. I'm feeling really scattered. I can't keep on top of everything. I'm overstretched. I feel like I'm not really showing up well in any area of my life. Like I'm not being a great mom. I'm not being a great like, business owner, or a great manager. I'm not, you know, being the the best, you know, wife. Or I'm just I'm really pulled and it's it's I'm struggling. Okay, so that's what I'm hearing a lot. Um, and as I'm hearing this, I take like very, uh, like specific notes. I like writing, writing away or typing away actually. And I'm processing what they're saying and I'm dissecting it. And as they're talking and as we're going through the conversation and as I'm asking questions more than anything, I'm thinking red alert, red alert, got another boundary issue going on here, but no one is actually saying that. Right, no woman is actually getting on the phone with me and saying, "You know what, Marithu? I just, I just have issues with boundaries." (laughs) Like that's not the way that they are, they're saying it. Right? We're really talking about your feelings and then getting into very tactical things. Well, I'm missing this in the morning, and oh, I, you know, something fell through the cracks here, and so it's this combo of, of course, a very emotional, you know, just like downpour of everything, and plus the things that are going wrong. But the boundary issue doesn't really come up. But in my mind, as I'm hearing this, because I've heard this so many times now, it's so many, you know, hundreds of women and I'm, I'm going through and I'm just like, whoa, whoa, typically, most of the time, most frequently, it's and we are they're having issues with boundaries. Now, of course, there are other challenges as well, their systems, and they're not clear on their goals. And 
Um, they, you know, need to communicate better and have to get things on their calendar. And yes, there's all those things, but I still feel like it ties back to this lack of boundaries. Okay, and I think it's because boundaries show up in such funny ways, right? They're actually such a frequent and consistent part of our daily lives that we almost take them for granted. We're like, ah, oh, nope, nope, no problem here. It's not a boundary problem. This is just my life. This is just the way it is. Okay, when actually, because it's so deeply embedded in life, we almost can't even extract it enough to be like, oh, this is the problem, right? This is what's happening. So what does it really look like? What does it look like then? How do you identify that this is a boundary issue, not just an issue, oh, with my system or with my calendar or some of the other areas that we tend to think, well, this is like the biggest challenge of my life. So one of the ways you know is that other people's demands, other people's requests, they get you off track, right? That you are constantly reacting. You are in this constant reactionary mode that you are putting other people's requests and demands and needs ahead of yours, that you are not aligned with the act that actions that you're taking every day are not aligned with your goals, your personal goals, your professional goals, right? They're out of alignment. You're like, here's what I say I want to do. And here's what I know that's really important to me. And here's what I should be doing. But actually I'm spending all my time and energy on all this other stuff, which typically shows up as needs for other people. They are not on in they're not congruent with your personal goals, professional goals that are really going to help you move forward, which in turn becomes a ripple effect of impact across everybody in your life, including your family, your business, your colleagues, your home life, your community, you know, anything that you're involved in. And it really has to start with you first. Okay. And so I've also found that One of the reasons we do this, we continue down this road, it just becomes part of that embedded piece of our life, is that we have already created boundaries and it's really hard to change them. Like there's basically a lack of boundaries, but everybody's been operating this way for so long that now it becomes the norm. And you're like, I cannot shake things up here. Everybody's going to get pissed off and it's going to be really stressful and no one's going to understand me and it feels really selfish and I don't know how anyone's going to react. You know, and that's what happens because we're like, even if I recognize, okay, I really am being really reactionary and I'm always kind of at the beck and call of other things, including alerts and emails and phone calls and text and other people's needs. And I'm not moving forward on my goals fast enough. At the same time, how do I now just go backtrack and change all the things that I've been doing? I can't just say no all of a sudden. I can't just all of a sudden not show up the way that I was. Okay. And this is a really big issue because again, if you could identify it, you're like, how do I change that? So an example of this is uh, one of my clients last year, we worked together one-on-one and she probably like you was doing all the things, right? She was really involved in her community. She had two kids, I think in middle school. So like school stuff, she was on all these boards. She was working, doing all the things, right? And at one point after a few sessions, we started talking and she just sort of like made this comment. Like it was like no big deal about how her mother-in-law calls her like three or four times a day. And I was like, well, wait, 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 what? What are you talking about? What do you mean? And she's like, oh yeah, she 
literally every day, we're talking seven days a week, calls me three or four times a day. And sometimes it's just to like shoot the shit or a lot of times she just wants to like get everything off her chest with like her father-in-law, like issues they're having. And, but many times it's like, oh, can you pick this up? Can you print this for me? Can you download this? And it just like was mind blowing to me. And I'm like, no wonder you're not getting anything done or feel like you're not. No wonder you are stretched so thin. No wonder you're working like 18 hours a day. And and then you're like, what did I, what did I get done today? Okay. So this was something that just became a normal part of life that she didn't even necessarily feel like, oh, this is a big deal. This is just like how our family runs. This is just like what she expects. And so, and that happens a lot when you are first entering into a new relationship in any part of your life, right? The boundary issues can stem from them because when you're first entering into a relationship, you're like kind of on your quote unquote best behavior, right? Like you want to be really nice, not just because you want to be perceived as really nice, but because you are really nice. So when you, maybe when you first get married, um, you know, your expectations to your in-laws is just like, they can ask me anything. They can interrupt me anytime. I'm going to like bend over backwards. I really want to be like the good daughter-in-law in this, in this family. Right. Or maybe when you first start your a new job and you're the expected to, you know, maybe you thought you're going to be leaving at five and then there's like work creeping up and you're not leaving till six or seven. You're like, oh man, I really got to pay my dues and I want to show them I'm really committed. So you start falling into that trap and there's a big lack of boundaries there. Or maybe when you're starting your own business or you're just building up your business, you're like, I'm going to take any dang client that I can get, even though I know they suck. There's like sucking the life out of me, but you know, this is, I need the money right now and I need the business. So I'm going to do it. And you start off with these lack of boundaries there. So I feel like when we start on these new like ventures, journeys, relationships, that's when we set in the lack of boundaries and not because we're like weak or, you know, we, it's, it's really because we're just trying to, we're doing our best to sort of stay afloat, fit in, prove ourselves. But unfortunately that can put us in a really bad position. Now it's like five years later, 10 years later. And we're still living that way as if it's like the beginning of this relationship, right? Sometimes it's even decades later and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot, I cannot do this anymore. Like I, I gotta stop it. Right. And I would say the boundaries got also so overstepped during the pandemic, right? Maybe you became the primary caretaker of the kids in their households of parents, of just kind of holding all the shit together in the house, like the emotions and the dinners and the meals while, you know, and just the routines, it's just everything got so freaking exacerbated during that time. And unfortunately, like that could have just made it even worse. And maybe again, the phone calls that you're, you're allowing them all to come in at all different times. I truly feel like this is an epidemic. And my love, we have got to come together to solve this. Like, I feel like we need to come together as women, as society, as community, as caretakers and nurturers for one another to lift us out of this crazy epidemic of this lack of boundaries and really get them back in place and encourage one another when we see each other having that lack of boundaries, right? It's always easiest to see something wrong, I suppose, or incorrect or like something fixable in other people, right? And like not so much in ourselves, but like let's uplift each other and help us like get over this. And so, okay, so first of all, like what do you do? How do we do this and how do we help ourselves and help others? So first of all, my friend, my lady friend, my lady boss, 
recognize it's not in anyone's interest for you to have sucky boundaries. Okay. Nobody, nobody wins. It will leave you exhausted. It will leave you overwhelmed. It will leave you with very little patience. It's no bueno. Okay. I'm actually going to link to a boundary episode. I did many, many episodes ago where I get into the how to set them and even like what to say, like we're going to get deeper into that. So listen to that. But I actually think you need to listen to this one first because this should have probably been the, the precursor to that one because um, I really want to first dive in this episode, think more about the mindset and the, the reasons why we are not putting up the boundaries and then go listen to the other one about like how to really do it and what to say. Okay. So here are some of the reasons I feel like, and I hear this over and over and over. So one is like, you're worried. You're like, I'm going to feel guilty and afraid when I consider setting boundaries. Like, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel so guilty or worried about it? Because again, I'm going from an experience, a shared experience, right? Where I have a lack of boundaries and now I'm trying to put a new one in. And that's a scary thing to do. As I mentioned, this can be learned behavior because we've been doing it for a long time, but also like, early boundaries, like early on in our life as children, as as little girls, these boundaries are very much internalized, right? So you may have been in a household where maybe you didn't feel super comfortable with standing up for yourself or always verbalizing your feelings or expressing your needs, right? These kinds of things, like they start really, really early in our development. And even if you had the most supportive parents in the world, which like, I know I did. I mean, I have the honestly the best parents, but either maybe like seeing my mom in certain situations or just maybe some like subconscious uh, distinctions or the way they maybe treated my brother or myself with maybe just built up his confidence more than mine or maybe because I was the baby in the family. Like there's all this myriad of reasons, but for some reason, I didn't feel super confident standing up for myself or verbalizing and expressing my needs. Maybe it's because you have over time in your lifetime become the people pleaser. You know, that, that was very much kind of integrated into your lifestyle growing up. Um, someone just recently said to me that they were always the fixer in their family. Like they were always the one that fixed everything and that just became their role. So as now an adult taking care of her own family, this is the role she takes. So it's like always drop everything for everyone and take care of everybody's needs all the time. Right. There's also this inability to set boundaries that this stems from fear, like this fear of abandonment, this fear of losing the relationship, this fear of being judged, this fear of hurting other people's feelings. Right. Like this is scary. I totally get that. You know, you don't you don't know what to expect when you put up your own boundaries. You don't know what to expect from other people. And the truth is they might be taken aback. Absolutely. Like your client, all of a sudden, if you put up a boundary or your mother-in-law or your spouse or your kids, they might be like, oh, Nelly, what are you talking about, lady? This is so not like you, right? They might have a difficult time with it, with that new you until they get adjusted. But guess what? Is not your problem to adjust other people. It's not your problem to work on their issues, right? It's your problem or your, your issue to work on yourself. That's what you are here for, right? And in, when you do that, then you influence and motivate other people, right? I feel so much more capable of 
coping with like challenging people in my life now who like push back on that or maybe feel uncomfortable with it because I now have so much more confidence in my own decision making about it, my own boundaries that I'm like, y'all, you'll just figure it out. And guess what? They do. They really do. Right. But if you continue to sort of be this doormat for better or lack of words, then you'll always have this tendency to give, 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 give until you have little left for yourself and your own family and your own growth. And that's not what I want for you. And I don't think that's what you want for you. So yes, I get you feeling guilty or feeling afraid, but think about how much more pain you're causing and how much of a role modeling you're doing when you're not willing to push back a bit and take care of yourself. Okay. Another thing I know that kind of holds us back is that women will say, well, how can I put a boundary on someone who wants my love or they want my time or they want my energy? Like that's what I'm put on this earth to do. Like, how can I say no to that? Like, or push back on that, you know, because those are such intrinsic parts of who I am. So here's what I think about this, that I think these emotional boundaries, they involve separating your feelings from somebody, someone else's feelings. Okay. So this means like if you're taking responsibility for somebody else's feelings, or you're letting another person's feelings dictate your own, or if you're sacrificing your own needs to please somebody else, or you're blaming others for your problems, or you're accepting responsibility for their problems, right? These are really unhealthy boundaries. These are unhealthy emotional boundaries. And they're often characterized by a weak sense of your own identity. Okay, back to you. This is your problem. Like you're not comfortable in your own empowerment, in your own identity. And this leads you to continuously feel disempowered in the decision making in your own life. This leads you then down the road to relying on maybe, let's say, your partner for happiness or decision making responsibilities to other people. Therefore, you lose important parts of your own identity. Okay, so what I mean is like if you're always at the whim of other people, you're losing you, you're playing smaller and letting allowing them to like giving them permission really to impede on your time and your energy and your identity. And now that becomes your identity, right? So strong boundaries are really going to protect your self-esteem. They protect your identity and it gives you the right to make your own choices, That's what I'm saying here, ladies, like boundaries are empowering. So steps to build better boundaries begin with knowing and understanding what are my own limits? Like, who am I? What is my identity? What am I responsible for? What am I not responsible for? I'll give you a little hint here. Little, little lady Lou, you are responsible for your happiness. You are responsible for your behavior. You are responsible for your choices. You are responsible for your feelings. You are not, however, my lovely friend, responsible for other people's happiness, for other people's behavior, for other people's choices, for other people's feelings, okay? How you can do this, how you put your boundary on someone else who wants your time and your love or energy is knowing that the more that the boundary that you put on that is only giving them more time and love and energy. It is giving them more time for them to grow. It's giving them more ability for them to also have their own identity instead of always using you as a crutch. 
And finally, the thing I hear a lot is like, what if I really upset somebody? What if they're, they just get really hurt by my boundaries? So if you're really, if you're worried about this, you're like, I don't want to push back because they're going to get hurt. They're going to feel really bad, whether this is a client or a colleague or family members, they're going to, or they're going to be like really pissed at you. And you're even worried, oh my God, I might even lose them. Like, or this is going to affect my reputation. And like the list goes on, right? It's like all these different things, these stories we tell ourselves in our head, if I put them up and like really change things around here. So let's address this. Okay. Now hurting someone is really different than harming someone. Okay. There's a really big distinction here. Hurt isn't always isn't always negative. It isn't necessarily negative. I know it feels like that, but hurting someone can help them grow. How many times have you been hurt and then used that hurt to help you move forward and become a better person and grow? So let's think about a relationship, right? Maybe you've gotten your heart broken and the guy or girl left you. And at that time, it felt like the worst thing in the world. But later on, after that, you could be like, well, now I know exactly what I don't want in a person, right? Or this was the best thing that ever happened to me because now I know, you know, exactly who I want to be with, right? That hurt just helped you grow in ways you couldn't see at that moment. So there's this, that, that, that big difference, right? They got hurt sometimes in like facing hard truths. It can make us grow and it can be that source of a huge growth. Um, but harming someone is when you're really damaging them, like you're damaging them long-term. Um, and it's, it's really like maybe make pulling their self-esteem down. It's like a real damaging effect and facing reality or pushing back on your boundaries is typically not a damaging experience for that other person. It may hurt them a bit, but it's not going to damage them for life. Quite the contrary, it's going to help them grow. So if you're worried about this upset or this hurt, you know, think about it that way. Like this is actually going to be a, a benefit for that person. It's actually in some way going to let, let them grow. And for some crazy reason, if that's not the result, then this is not, again, this is not your problem. It's not your problem to figure out their feelings and how to cope and like provide coping mechanisms for other people all the time. Okay. But really hone in on that difference between hurt and harm, because I guarantee you, you're never going to harm anyone by taking better care of yourself and your own needs and finding your own identity. I would argue that if you're being really compliant, like you're always giving into the needs of other people, you're really like codependent, that you're harming others as much as yourself for the sake of avoiding this like short-term hurt. Okay. So don't harm yourself. Don't harm them. Teach them, grow, find yourself in the process and change those boundaries. So again, I'll link to the other episode that really gets into, okay, how do I do that? And what do I say? But I think we have to start here and let go of these stories, let go of these, gosh, these reasons that are holding us back and recognize that we're only harming ourselves. Like in healthy relationships, you feel really calm and safe and supported and respected and and taken care of. And you're free to be like who you are and encouraged to be your best self and encouraged to find your own identity. Okay, so these good boundaries are a sign of really awesome emotional health and self-respect and just like personal strength. Like I always say, we teach people how to treat us. Just like I would say, you know, you treat people how to how to treat your time. We teach them how to treat us. So 
set high standards for yourself, you know, make a commitment to yourself to put your own identity and your own needs and your own feelings and your own goals first, because this is how you help everyone else around you. I know the oldest analogy in the book is like the mask on the plane. Like they always tell you, you know, before you help your kids, like put your your oxygen mask on first and then you help your kids. But it's it's so true. Like I think about that all the time. Like if you don't care, take care of your needs first, you cannot help the other person, even though you might think you are. You might think you are by rushing to their every need and dropping everything and doing everything for them, but you're only harming yourself and them in the process. All right, I know that's like kind of a bit of a rant, but I hope it served you really well today. My wish for you is that you put boundaries in place ASAP and not convince yourself that you need to wait and not convince yourself that it's not the right thing or this is going to be too harmful or too hard or I'm going to upset people or it's not my place or I need to take care of them. My wish for you is that you respect yourself and your strength and your emotional health and really, really, really understand that when you put your identity needs first, that you are helping everyone else around you. And I promise you this, when you do put up that new boundary, you'll always kick yourself for not doing it sooner. You got my word on that, my friend. All right. So I believe this is the perfect inspired action for you this week, or maybe even in the next 24 hours while you're still feeling motivated after hearing this. You know, I always love to leave you with a challenge and I want to make your time here 100% worth it. So commit, 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 commit to a new boundary. Was it going to be my friend? Was it going to be? Let me know. You know, you can come on over and let me know or have any questions, because I love to support you, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast. And um, you can find me there. And let's chat about it. I will leave you with this. I know it's not always easy to show up at work and at home in your relationships as the supporter and the nurturer and the mentor and the role model day after day, but you do it. You do. And you're doing such a great job. It is truly my honor to support you on your journey through life. But lady... Now it's up to you. Go take some action. Here's to you. Here's to your commitment to productivity on purpose. And I will catch you next time. Bye for now.